All right, welcome back to the Speak Your Peace podcast. Uh, my name is Ian McNaughton, Big E, uh, back uh, with my boy Hayden Barton. Hayden, what's new? It feels like forever since I've talked to you. Uh, that's because it has been forever. And, you know, as many times as we've tried to get this flipping podcast underway, it's just kind of you had something going on, I had something going on, we're both terrible and we hate each other but we still come to do this you know <laughs> you can swear on this podcast by the way i will i will, like i know that? i can you, i know you, i can you, no but i like when like have you listened to, like every podcast everywhere like someone like intentionally tries to hide a curse where it's like you can swear on this podcast and the host they're, of the podcast is just like fuck shit bitch <laughs> they're really like, ready to just say the f word and then they're just like fooey it's like oh my god <laughs> like philip rivers like yeah you know that guy is such a dingus it's like you could say he's a dick philip dag that's gummit <laughs> dag gummit that's my favorite one that's a that's a real that's a that's how you know he plays football that's how you know he's a football guy yeah it's when he used like dan you know dan gummit um i think we talked about in the last podcast anything dan campbell says real football yep. guy is yep um, big football guy uh, I don't know about you, but I do miss Chris Berman. Uh, Chris, I love Chris, Chris Berman, man. Chris Berman was at uh, Patriots training camp or whatever, like the other day, uh, practice, and yeah. b- even Bill, even Bill Belichick's like, "Hell, Boomer's here!" and like starts applauding him as like Chris yeah, is did walking. Did you see from. that? That was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. I think the, uh, that was cool. But like, what really sealed the deal on that was the fact that Chris Berman is still dressed like he's living in the year two thousand. Oh, yeah. Like, over, it's called casual, Logan, okay? Well, yeah, but, like, like <laughs> he's still dressed like, you know, your uncle who would give you, like, a Werther's original. Like, he's still That's dressed with the o- oversized shirt. Over- and I love the guy, but maybe... Maybe he's just, you know, he's not he's not spending money on clothing. Like, that's not where the budget is, you know, directed at it. It's, you know, nice clothes. It's just... His budget guy was like, no, you uh, you actually don't need clothes. That <laughs> You don't need new clothes. Oh, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> I'll just go into my closet and find whatever I can. Oh, here's a, you know, here's a beige polo I bought in 1998. I will use this today. Absolute perfection. I can't go wrong with that. Uh, Speaking of the New England Patriots, uh, we are doing our NFC and AFC East previews. If you haven't already checked out our last two episodes, we did the AFC and NFC West two episodes ago. Our last episode was the AFC, NFC North. Today, it's the AFC, NFC East, which, I mean, they're not great divisions. Not bad. Definitely Uh, had better. Definitely a better. That's a great way of putting it. Um, do you want to start with the NFC or AFC? Um, I'll give you the choice this time. I don't think I give. I don't think I'm giving you a choice yet. I'll give you the choice. I'll give you, you know honors. Let's let's go AFC. AFC. Okay. First. Okay. Um, by the way, I think it should also be mentioned. It should be mentioned. Uh, Hayden and I, when discussing this division, have decided that this is the no notes, just vibes podcast. Just vibes. Um, because of this, the because of these divisions and because of these teams, you don't really need notes. You don't. You don't need notes to discuss the New York Giants. Let's be honest. No, you really don't. So let's 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 jump into it with the Buffalo Bills. 
Let's start from the top and work our way down. The Bills are going to be really fucking good. Yes. It is pretty much like what? Like, easily playoffs. You're looking at lowest round exit, round two, depending on who they get. Like, they're easily... They could win the wild... Or they could win the one spot to not play in the wild card. They're definitely winning their next one, depending on who they get. Like, if they get boned and they get, like, the Chiefs or some shit. Which, I still think they'd beat the Chiefs, but... Second round exit, for the, basically, for them, is, like, that's minimum. I would say Super Bowl or bust. No, like, it's it, not bust, because they, they're still going to be good for, like, four or five more years. Yeah, but I think there's still part of it where it's, like, like it, it's now. Like, now is the time that we are, you know, like, we have to go and win this thing. It's like, definitely I, I, expected. I'll give you that. I think they, I don't have it on me, but I believe they are the favorites to win the Super Bowl on FanDuel? Or uh, they- yes, they are. They are like one and eight. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, I get why, but at the same time, like, these are the Buffalo Bills who haven't won anything, like, historically. Like, they went to four Super Bowls in a row and then haven't done anything since. Yeah, and that was how many fucking years ago? So that's really interesting. Before you and I were a thought. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, they so, are definitely a little bit behind with uh, the times of succession. So with the Bills, you kind of have to discuss Josh Allen. Of who course. Top two quarterback and might not be number two. Yep, that is, exactly, that is exactly my thought. Uh. They have Stephon Diggs, which that's, that trade, by the way, that's the Stephon Diggs trade, is one of the rare, like, both teams won that trade. Honestly, I would say Buffalo won it more just because they got, like, greater impact right away. But mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota, Min, Minnesota didn't lose that trade, per se. Like, they now have Justin Jefferson as their number one receiver. Like, that's that's not bad. Yeah, I would take that. I, I would yeah. take that. Yeah. yeah. Um, they added Von Miller. The Bills did in the offseason. Yeah. Who, whose contract I don't love, but kind of like you say, they know that their window is like four years. And so it's like, fuck it. Why not just get a really good pass rusher and Von Miller? Yes, exactly. So, I mean, like, it was such a big term which is what like scared me it's like he's not gonna play eight more years (laughs) yeah you know so it's it's just what exactly is this going to look like because apparently or the hundred like what did he get like a hundred mil guaranteed or something like that i want to yeah i want to say like the actual contract was like wasn't it 120 over six you know i'll look it up right now since I can't pull, do pull that. that up, I, I pull am that up, able team. to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, you, 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 you can do that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it, it, like it's a really, it's a really big deal. I'll oh, say here, that. okay. It's a six-year contract, one twenty, uh, including eighteen and a half million signing bonus and fifty-one point four guaranteed. So that's that. That basically tells me it's three years, and then they can cut them. Or, yeah. And then they can kind of get away with no loss if they don't void uh, money down the road. 
Which fifty million dollars guaranteed to get like at least two two good years and maybe a third year of Von Miller. Not that's bad. not awful. No, like, not bad at all. <laughs> so, and I and I guess I guess the last person we have to talk about is to to um oh why am I blanking on his name White the cornerback why am I blanking on his first Tredavious name this is White? really Tredavious White God yeah. Ian why who tore his uh. ACL. Yeah, um, I, I feel like that's. Re- yeah, I feel like that's like the the last person who we really should mention with like star wise on the Bills, of like somebody who uh, would be making an impact. Yep. Uh, somebody who kind of just overtook almost Stephon Gilmore for like best corner. Like overnight, where it's just like, oh yeah, Gilmore, it's not that good anymore. It's now Tredarius White. Yeah, at least in the AFC East. At least it, in the isn't AFC it, East. Isn't it funny how like quickly Stephon Gilmore was? He had one bad season after his All Pro Defensive uh, Player of the Year season, and then just like I don't even know for sure if he's still with Carolina. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. Yeah, no, like do, do, like, like I I like the I, I love the. I, I love the Gilmore trajectory because I remember like 2019, I had the Patriots defense in fantasy. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, fuck, this is a great defense. Ian, you are an all-star. And then like the next year, he's just getting burned on like over routes by DK. Yep. And it's just, just getting like, absolutely fucked. Oh. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is, you know, this experiment's done. Yeah. It's this not looking over. good anymore. Uh, so our best case for the Bills, I think. It's oh, smart. current team. Sorry, Indianapolis Colts for Stephon Gilmore. <laughs> that Wait. is how bad it has become. Which I mean, you know what? Good on the Colts for at least giving him a a, a contract and at least giving him a, a chance. Um, it's not like the Colts are really losing anything by having Stephon Gilmore there, no. but in like. Since the pandemic, let, let's put it this way. Since the pandemic, uh, Stephon Gilmore, uh, his stock has decreased significantly. He played eight games and only started three last year. In Carolina. Yeah, with two interceptions, though. Ooh. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, best case for the Bills this season. Um, Super Bowl win. Super, they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. They win 13, 14 games. The Josh Allen, like, already MVP. looks like a freak MVP. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't think, like, I think we all kind of, like, if, you, if you've been paying attention enough, you kind of know what the Bills are and what they're, you know, what, what the ceiling is for this team. Yeah. Like, it's obvious. Super Bowl champs, Allen MVP, um... Team just looks fucking great. 100%. Worst case, worst case scenario. I think the worst case scenario is that they don't win their division. Uh, that's definitely worst case scenario. But that would take a lot. That would I, take a lot. To that would that, Yeah, that would take like Miami and New England like having like twelve win seasons and Buffalo having like a nine or ten. I don't yes. think it's happening, but I do think there's a you know a pathway that should be recognized of like they fall off while small other possibility. Teams, small possibility of like 
they fall off while other teams benefit from that failure. Um, but realistically, like, there's no way the Bills – they should be winning 10 games this year. Easily, without a doubt. Um, I, I, I guess the one concern I would really have is, like, Brian Dable not being there. Former OC, now head coach of the Giants. It's now Ken Dorsey, who's the OC. Yeah, that would that would scare me as well. But I mean, like, you have Josh Allen. Yeah, exactly. He could probably run the offense himself. Like, I don't know who exactly is their new offensive coordinator, but it's, if it's, it's not being ran by Allen, then it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like, you're not you're not a coach. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's former uh, former Browns quarterback Ken Dorsey. Let's see. Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. Then... Ken Dorsey. Okay. Ken Dorsey, okay. I believe, was a uh, one of those uh, former 2000s uh, Browns quarterbacks. It is that... Ken Dorsey. There you go. Who uh, he, I believe he was one of those former Browns quarterbacks that never uh, never really worked out. Who who else am I thinking? Who was like Ch- Channing Fry? Charlie Fry? Not Channing Fry. Channing Fry, I think it's a basketball player. Charlie Fry. Um. I think Dorsey was also a Bills quarterback. Anyway, it's not the point. Listen, it's like the like the Bills are gonna make the playoffs and possibly be Super Bowl champs, top four team in the league, maybe when it's all said and done. Yeah, Bills look, Bills look really good. What can I say? Like this, this is probably like this is probably the most confident Bills fans have been in like thirty years. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> and I would not doubt them. I would really want to be in their position. Yeah, compared to our teams. Um, like, there's who, doubt with our teams. But, like, it's not... It, there's optimism. Well, who, who well, would... Well, maybe imagine, optimism for me. Well, who would... <laughs> oh, wow. Um, imagine saying in, like, 2012, we, like, hey, 10 years down the road, uh, you know... Bills fans are going to look a lot, you know, are going to feel a lot better about their team than, like, Saints or Seahawks. And it's like, I don't know, are they? <laughs> Who knows? I, I don't know. Um, all right. Um, you know, they made the playoffs last year. I think we should do the Patriots. All righty. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Go from uh, first to worst, right? First to worst. Yeah. Uh, Jevin's not here, so Jevin can't give his two cents on the Patriots. Which um, Jevin from Left Side, heavy big Pats fan. Um, we were kind of talking about it on his pod. Was that last week? I was on his podcast. Yes, yes, it was. Jesus, that that went that that was a long. Oh God, um, I can't believe it's only been a week. <sighs> we were kind of talking about it, but I feel like there's a lot of people who are doubting the Patriots for good reasons. I wouldn't be shocked if they made the playoffs this year. I would not be shocked at all if they make the playoffs this year either, just because, like, the AFC West is going to be a bloodbath. We know that. And so it leaves room for possibility that the Bills totally run away with the division and then the Patriots just shackle up what's left and what's behind. Because you look at the South, I only think one team's making it from the South. 
in the AFC. And in the North, I only think one team's making it from the North. And so that just kind of leaves, okay, well, where's the final position if three AFC West teams don't, uh, well, if four AFC West teams don't get in? It's like, well, then, you know, it's it's easy. It's the AFC East. It's, because it, it, the it's Patriots... The Oh. It's the Patriots. It's the Patriots or the Dolphins. I think. I I don't think it's going to be the Dolphins. Man. Everyone's hyping up the Dolphins just because yeah, Tyree Hill and and uh, Jalen Waddle. But uh, we can, we can get to them after, of course. But like the Patriots have stability. They have a great coach. The greatest coach probably of all fucking f- uh, of football of all time. You know, it's uh, the offensive coordinator thing kind of yes. scares me. Because yeah. Matt there we Patricia, go. like, how are you actually going to have a battle between Matt Patricia and fucking um, uh, Bri- uh, Giants? Joe Judge. Fire. Joe Judge, yeah. That, like that, that, That's the biggest battle that doesn't get enough attention this offseason is Patriots OC. <laughs> it's a defensive coordinator going up against a special teams coordinator. Like, why, why are they even in the talking for offensive coordinator? Like... Fuck, Joe Judge went for a third and nine. He did QB sneak. Like, I I just, I don't know. I I would rather have taken an incomplete pass, at least a shot down the field, maybe a deep interception over a one-yard rush and then a punt. Like, I I just, I, I don't understand exactly what it is. And if I see a Mac Jones one-yard rush... In their own end, like, and it's like more than a yard to go, then I might shoot myself. <laughs> well, you have to remember, Joe Judge has had a lot of success with, you know, uh, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. Mm. 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 So much success. So much success. And, you know, Matt Patricia had so much success in Detroit. Um, well, you know, they were Stafford, but. No, there's the now released David Blau. Wow. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Diamonds in the rough right there. Listen, here here's the thing. That w- that's the biggest cause for concern with the Patriots for myself. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I I'm like, you know what? Like you say, they got a head coach. They got a quarterback who I think is at least a top twenty quarterback. Yeah. Like he's not I wouldn't say he's elite, but you know what? He does enough. Yeah, and I mean, you can't. You can only take everything in preseason with a grain of salt. Like I know everyone saw that throw that he made. Okay, your favorite quarterback has done that multiple times in training camp, and you've just never seen it. Yeah. Like the fact that it was televised. Yeah, that makes it look so much worse. But in reality, it's not the end of the fucking world. Like it's just. Like, that's what preseason's for. It's for testing what you can and cannot do. So everyone overreacting to all this shit is just, they're so tunnel-visioned on the fact that, oh, look at this, you're starting quarterback through a pick. Okay, whatever. (laughs) I mean, it's why Drew Locke isn't starting for the Seahawks, right? You saw that pick that Drew Locke threw, right? I saw all three of them, actually. Wasn't trying to narrow one down, but yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Um, no, like 
and I think the thing we know with New England too is that New England's not trying to be this Buffalo Bills, LA Rams, San Francisco 49ers type offense. Like they like to run the ball. They like a fullback in New England. Remember yeah. when when remember like what three, four years ago when New England was using I wanna say was it Jaquan Bentley or whatever they do, like linebacker? They were using the linebacker as their fucking fullback during games because they didn't have a proper fullback. I don't know. All I know is Jacob Johnson is a is a freight train running through the A and B gaps. They don't. Well, they don't. They don't have James Devlin anymore, right? You know, oh my god! Just, yeah, that's right. James Devlin. Fuck. What a guy. We're really, we're really, you know, diving into the deep end here. Talking about James fucking Devlin, uh, thirty minutes into a podcast. Um, I listen. I think the Patriots are, are are fine. Like I think the defense is fine. I think the offense is fine. Would I like Mac to have more weapons? Yeah, probably. But like, I I, I don't I, like. I could see this team being coached to ten wins without a problem, and they'll make the playoffs. Uh, I think there'd be some issues along the way. Well, I mean, yeah, now that it's 10 and 7, yeah, they could definitely get coached into some wins purely just from probably better decision-making down in, like, the two-minute area. Uh, but, yeah, I, I could see them making playoffs. I don't think they go far, but no. I think they make playoffs. It's another build-a-type year. See what you can get next year for... Like drafts, well, you can't even be so sure with drafts with New England because then they might take a fucking defensive lineman, and it's like we need receiver. <laughs> yeah, or we yeah, we have a need, and it's like how about we take this long snapper? It's like Bill, not right now. <laughs> this kicker seems really good right now. You know, I heard he, he used to bag groceries as a kid. He played lacrosse at Cornell. He's sneaky oh athletic. My God. It's like, no. He's an athlete, so he'll do great. He'll fit in the system. No. Pick a wide receiver. <laughs> um, Not yeah, named Nikhil like, Harry. Shout out to Nikhil Harry. Um, who, can you name... Here's a, here's a fun game to play. Can you name, like, three, four current... Receivers for the Patriots. Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, that's not a great core. <laughs> that's those are the Hunter first Henry, John O. Smith. Maybe yeah, count tight ends as re- like reception guys. <laughs> yeah, who who is the wide receiver? <laughs> who is the wide receiver they dra- did draft? Wasn't it his name like Tyquan Thornton? Yeah, Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, the speedster. And it's just like everybody's saying, like he's not even the best receiver on his own team. I think there were some people saying that. I don't know. I I wouldn't expect that. I mean, Devontae Parker is is so well rounded. Like I could easily see him being the number one. That's tough. Um, best case for the Patriots this year. Make ten playoffs. Wins. Yeah, ten, ten maybe eleven. Uh, make playoffs. But don't really stir the pot. Worst That's case bad. scenario, they they lose out to Miami and don't make playoffs. 
You know the problem with this team is that like I think they they're one of those like high floor low ceiling teams. Like this feels like a very much like a seven to ten win team. I don't know. This feels like a mid mid floor mid ceiling team for me. Like they're very middle of the pack, but yet maybe some higher upside more than lower downside. I yeah. I just. There, there's like also like a small part of me that kind of wishes like they would have like a top ten pick in the draft, and like then there, then there's like the controversy of like well fuck like do we want Bill Belichick to be around with like a top ten pick and like an you know yeah it's like hey Bill like maybe you should do, do something on April twenty eighth or whatever the day is it's like well it's not draft day no no they pushed it to like the next day they pushed it's in it May to Friday. It's just- in May this year, dude. Like, give <laughs> and he's the- like, oh, okay, sounds good. And then next thing you know, they actually draft the person that they need. And it's like, what the fuck, guys? Like, yeah, Bill, sorry. <laughs> they they dra- they like they act they they like really go all in and they actually trade up and they get like Will Anderson from Alabama, like the really like the stud, you know, edge rusher. It's like they really go all in. And it's like, guys, what did I? What happened? What I miss? It's just like, yeah, nothing. Well, we're a contender now. Yeah. <laughs> now we have, like, elite players. We have pieces. Um, all right, let's do Miami. All righty. So, I, here's the thing. I, I know everybody is, I think, I get the impression that people either like or hate Miami. Like, you either, like, you believe in what they're doing or you don't believe in what they're doing. And as much as it is about like Tyree Kill and and all that, this whole thing revolves around Tua, in my opinion. The the whole success of this team revolves around the quarterback. That's fair. And this is the year I feel like for Tua. It's kind of like with with it last year or two years ago with the Baker thing, where it's like we're giving you all this asset, we're giving you all these assets. Like, that was two years go, ago for Baker. Two years ago for Baker. It's like, here's all these assets. Go make it work. Here, here's your chance. Here's your opportunity. Go make it work. Mm-hmm. And, if you do, and if they don't, then they're in the market for a new quarterback. Now, granted, they had all these picks forfeited because of the Tom Brady situation, which that's really fucking hilarious. The whole Tom Brady, like, not only Tom Brady and Sean Payton, where it's like, hey, you guys, you'd be, you think you'd be interested in joining the Miami Dolphins? And both of them were like, no, no, we wouldn't be interested. <laughs> we're good. I, I actually do believe Tom Brady was interested in joining the Dolphins. It's just, I think, uh, I don't know. I think Sean Payton and Tom Brady were probably both interested. I, I don't doubt that they were, but I'm pretty sure they probably were like, well, this is kind of fucking sketchy. If you guys get caught, then you're fucked. And I feel like it's just kind of backfired in the Dolphins organization's face, mostly because they ended up getting caught. And there was this whole debacle with Brian Flores, and their owners are a piece of shit. And now it's actually coming to light, and now they're probably like, yeah, you know what? I don't really want to be a part of your organization. <laughs> I'm good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're 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 chill. We're chill. Um, that like that's one of the so 
There's a lot of question marks for myself with Miami. I, I don't mind the Tyree kill trade because it's like, all right, you're going to go get a st- – you paid a lot to get him. They paid quite a bit, but it's like, fine. You you know, here's your top receiver. Here's a guy who's going to sell a lot of jerseys in Miami. Cool. Great. Um, the, the, the biggest question mark for me is the Brian Flores thing. Like, I get why you fired – like, if all this is true, if all the rumors are true, I get why you fired Brian Flores, but, like, also, like, that sounded like a dude that people really respected, that players really got behind. I agree. And it was actually, like, a solid, like, knowledgeable defensive coach. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like, no, you know what? We're going to dump him, and we're going to get the offensive coordinator in San Francisco. Yeah, which, like, it just doesn't... Uh, people in the NFL have become so much more cutthroat with exactly how they're doing shit. And I fucking hate it, man. Like you, you can't, you can't do anything wrong without the media and social media influencing any decision the GMs or the owners might have towards someone who actually isn't that bad. Yeah. No, but because he didn't want to tank when the owners like, hey, had you ever thought about losing games intentionally? For just a nice hundred thousand. Like, I'll pay, I'll comp you. Like, I'll pay you to do this. But it's just like, we, we, we kind of need to lose games attention. But no, I'm not Adam Sandler, all right? <laughs> I do not point shave. So, yeah. Um, with that being said, I'm losing my earbuds. Um, I, I don't like the coaching hire. Me I, I like Tua. I think Tua is. I think, I really have to do some convincing, but like I really could see Tua being a top twenty quarterback in the league. I could see him being like a. I could see him being a Mac type. How about that? Okay. I could see him being that. I don't know that he's very athletic. He's kind of he kind of feels Baker esque in his mobility, which is not very mobile. Maybe if he's got a whole bunch of open grass, he'll take it. But otherwise, no. Um, I think the defense is not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. Like people really are hyping up Javon Holland. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't. I don't think Cameron Wake is still a part of this team. I don't think so either. Which is, uh, I think he you know, was okay. last on the Tennessee Titans. I think you're right, but I wanted to throw out the uh, BC Lions. You know, the the the, the reference, the Cameron Wake reference. Um, I don't know. I I just think like I don't know what this team is in a way. Like I don't know if they're trying to win now or if they're like, hey. Let's try this, you know, for a year with Tua, and then we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really just that really just seems to me to me to be the X factor here. Like, is Tua good? Do we think Tua is a long term option? And if I'm, not, then let's go and get another quarterback. I'm gonna say no. I don't really. I don't really like. I don't really like Tua. 
Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm not the biggest Tua Tangovaloa fan. Um, I thought coming out of college, like he just he just doesn't seem like he has that sort of oomph, you know, like uh, I don't know. Can I, be, it, can, can, can I be honest with you? Hmm. I don't know if I've shared this with you. Uh, I was uh, Tua over Burrow when they were coming out of college. Yeah, okay. See, that that just shows me exactly what I need to know of you as a as a fan of the NFL right there. <laughs> well, that's why, no, that's why I'm a fan of college. No, no, because there's there's certain different aspects of it. Like, when Burrow played football, you knew Burrow was playing football. Like, he had weapons, yes. Of course he had weapons. Tua also had weapons. He was on fucking Bama. Of course he's going to have weapons. But, like, there was just something about that clutch ability, almost, so to say, where Burrow had it. You know, Burrow had that dog mentality, where I think Tua doesn't have that dog mentality. Burrow has that dog in him. Tua doesn't. Yeah, I think so. Um... Yeah, the I want to believe part of, because because I'm an like I like to be an optimist and you know think that two is gonna be good. Like I want I want him just you know just for the sake of positivity. It's like yeah, I hope he turns out well. I hope he becomes. Well, there you good. go. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that it's gonna be an option, but rooting yeah, for him. yeah. Then there you go. Remember, what do you see as best case scenario for the Dolphins? 10 wins and they make the playoffs like somehow this all comes together this works and then they get 10 win kind of like the raiders last year where like it kind of clicks it kind of works they kind of <laughs> they just they kind of some fucked up shit at the end to happen to make them go into the playoffs yeah and it's just yeah. like they get in and then they lose to cincinnati in the first week yeah i i i see that going or something like that as well um and this might again this might be a thing where like it's a multi-year thing it just so happens that this year the quarterback, uh, you know, is playing for his job, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. But best case scenario, ten wins, and they lose in wild card. Week, you know, they lose on Super Wild Card Weekend. Yes, sir. Super Wild Card Weekend. Let's go. Uh, they lose. They lose in the Nickelodeon game. Oh, not the Nickelodeon game. Not the slime game. They lose in the slime game. That's my hot take for the year, that the Miami Dolphins will lose in the slime game this year. Oh, boy. Do you know how funny it would be? Like, because like, at least the Dolphins kind of have the colors for the slime. Like, at least they kind of have, like, sort yeah, of... Yeah, they're a little bit more out there. If, compared to, like, New England. If, if you told Bill Belichick you lost on the Nickelodeon slime game... He might retire right then and there. He might just, like, give up. Yeah. Mac Mac Jones Mac Jones Nickelodeon slime game MVP. MVP. Classic. Uh your best case for the Dolphins got out of the same It's the same yeah, it's the same, but worst case they finished last in the division. Yeah, that like if they're if they're worse than the Jets this year, like that's like That's sad. Yeah. That like that might like, what's his, is his name? Mike McD- Mike McDaniel, like the the new head coach. Yeah. He might just get fired after a year if he finishes below the Jets. Like if you if they lose 
at least one game to the Jets this year, that's how I know the Dolphins are, like, in trouble. Yeah, I agree. Uh, speaking of which, the New York Jets. Um, I think the most interesting thing that happened to the Jets this offseason was Zach Wilson fucking his best friend's mom. Fucking moms. Let's go. <laughs> in a, re- in a real young gravy type move. Oh, man. MVP go uh, MVP uh, odds going up after that. That's how you know. There was some truth to that. There, there has to have been some truth to that. Well, like, I don't know if you saw the video of, like, his mom. I don't know. I, I guess on her, her Instagram story or her Instagram or whatever, where she was, like, showing off some of her friends that are doing some, I'm going to say, bake sale, but it wasn't some bake sale. And it's just, and her his mom is just like, no, she didn't fuck Zach, so stop asking. And it's just <laughs> like, why are, you, it why are you acknowledging it? Yeah. You're making it worse. Yeah, it, it, you're bringing it up, okay? Something has happened. I'm so, sure. So that's, and you know what? In all honesty, I'm kind of glad that that's, you know, the highlight of the Jets offseason. Because I would hate for it to be, like, a draft pick or a signing. Because then it's like, oh, boring. You're trying to be good at football. You're the Jets. You Like, at least, if you're not going to be good, at least be entertaining. And that's what the Jets are doing. That's what it was this year. It was entertainment for them. And I'm so glad that they did that. So, the Jets aren't going to be good again this year. No, they, they don't make playoffs. No. But they definitely finish better than they do. Best case scenario, they finish, like, what did they get, like three or four wins last year? I think so, yeah. I, I say best case scenario, they double their win total, and Zach Wilson improves so much, but they lose, like, a bunch of close games. Do you, like, do you actually have, like, some Jet stock? Like, do you actually believe in, like, the Jets? I believe in Zach Wilson. Okay. Like, coming out of All college, right. I I said Zach Wilson was better than uh, T Law. I Ooh. think Zach Wilson's arm talent and pure uh, mobility is better than Trevor Lawrence. And I also like his trajectory of the team and where it was going. Like with getting Robert Sala, I feel like he actually can make a, a difference. Where at the time, Urban Meyer, I thought he was like the biggest clown, which I was right. And now he, they have Doug Peterson, which could really fuck up my uh, my sock. But I, I still think Zach Wilson is better than Trevor Lawrence. Like, just watching their tape, too. Like, I know Zach Wilson's playing in, like, what what was it, uh, Big 12, Big 10? No, he was and, playing for BYU. He was playing as an independent. Oh, yeah, that's right. BYU is independent, yeah. And then which, 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 by the way, also, ACC. also really funny that Zach Wilson, a Mormon, is Cougar. fucking his best. Uh, yes, he's fucking yeah, his Cougar, best. Was he talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, and then yeah, Trevor Lawrence playing in Clemson. Like, I don't know. I feel like the independents uh, teams uh, almost play harder teams sometimes. <laughs> Like the ACC is not good. There was Clemson and Miami at one point, and now it's no one. Florida 
State, you know, had a, had a, had a decent run there for a while. Oh, with Jameis, and then yeah. like haven't heard anything of Florida or Florida State. So no, um, the Jet, like so, the Jets drafted a running back, like the Seahawks. Yeah, and apparently Brees Hall is not even going to get like first team touches. It seems like well, Michael Carter is still the guy. Yeah, Michael Carter is still RB one. Uh, yeah. even though they drafted uh, Brees Hall. Um, I can't remember who the Jets... Oh, they drafted Sauce Gardner. And Garrett Wilson. And Garrett Wilson, which, I mean, sure. That's a really good draft class right there. Like, that gives... Like, when they say, like, 27... Like, I... Not being biased, but the 2017 New Orleans draft class, absolutely insane. Like, there was, like, two yeah. misses, and they're not even that, like, bad of misses. And people are comparing it to that draft class. And I looked at it because I was like, there's no fucking way. But I could see the trajectory because they have a good running back, they have a good receiver, and they have a good corner, hopefully. It sucks that Mickey Becton is out for a second straight season. Yeah, that's a big oof. That is a huge oof, but I mean, getting Dwayne Brown is fucking huge. Even Veritas, though, didn't way, he have Veritas, like that arrest or something? Yeah, he had an arrest in the off season, but you know, NFL. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Tucker and Makai Becton on like the same line. That it could have been so nasty. That's so nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? You might be convincing me that the Jets might not be as bad as I think. Like, I definitely think they could overpass Miami. But I think it's only because there's there's so much potential letdown with Miami. It's, it's kind of what I was talking about earlier of, like, Buffalo not winning division. It's like other teams, like, are taking advantage, you know, succeeding on other people's failures yeah exactly this is this is exactly what we're talking about so best case scenario for the jets then they win seven eight games seven eight games miss the playoffs miss the playoffs zach wilson zach wilson takes a jump huge year yes defense defense looks all right all right i don't know any of the oh I know. I think we were talking about it the last time, where it's just like, I my one of my candidates for like worst game of the year is like Jets Jags at the end of December. Gonna be nasty. Bunch of sickos like myself watching Thursday night football instead of spending time with our family because we won't. I watch will the be Jets doing Jags. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why you're on here. That's why I have exactly. you on the podcast because you're one of those sickos like myself. Exactly. And now I hope that uh, the Jets kind of do good as well because they have. Uh, Quan Alexander. Uh, wish the Saints could have re-signed that guy. Made a huge hit in preseason. I don't know if you saw. I did not. Yeah, it, it went all around. It was like no one knew who hit him, but it was uh, whoever the Jets played last. One of the running backs got absolutely fucking crushed, and it was from Quan. And like everyone on the Saints like tweeted out obviously because I follow them, and they're like, "Holy shit." <laughs> like good fucking hit, but shall we switch conferences? 
Well, I want to say, what's your worst case for the Jets this year? They, they... Oh, worst, okay, worst case, uh, bottom of the division. Bottom of the division, four Zach, wins, five Zach wins? Wils- yeah, Zach Wilson doesn't show any improvement, and Robert Sala gets fired. I don't think they fire Sala yet. But that's worst case scenario. That is worst case, yes. Yes. If, like, if, it, if it just goes horribly wrong. Exactly. Um... Hot take, who's going to be the better team in New York this year, the Giants or the Jets? The Jets. The Jets. Jets? By, by a fucking mile. By a mile? All <laughs> right. All right, let's go to the East, then. Let's go top down. Uh, I believe the Cowboys won this division somehow last year. That, the Cowgirls? Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, that seemed uh, weird now, thinking that Dallas won a division. Um, God, they don't – like, I was looking at their roster the other day, and it's like – Amari Cooper really was like a bigger piece of the pie than I, you know, bigger piece than I thought because he's not there. And I mean, I like CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup, but like I like them as like twos and threes, not one of them being the number one guy. Yeah, I don't know about Michael Gallup, especially coming off of that torn ACL. Uh, CeeDee Lamb didn't have a sophomore slump, but definitely did not play up to his rookie level and now it's basically like hey now you're the one <laughs> now now you're getting like 90 percent of the snaps yeah uh you're gonna be our number one receiver and you're gonna get the matchup against everybody's best corner week after week yep and uh i know they have like this nice new rookie that has come in and like absolutely showed out with kick returns and punt returns and a uh, weird play, Dallas only has one quarterback on the 53-man roster. Yep. That's, we, I know they're bringing back them for practice squad, but it's like practice squad players don't suit up every Sunday like backups do. <laughs> so maybe have a backup quarterback on the roster? Like, it, it's just kind of scary and kind of gives me bad vibes. Uh yeah, bad vibes. That's what I'm feeling. You know, yeah. I saw I saw that thing. I can't remember who put it out there. I want to say it was like Nate Tates or somebody from the Athletic put put out there like the Cowboys 53 man roster, and it's just like I didn't realize Cooper Rush was still playing. I thought Cooper Rush took a Kellen Moore type uh position, and Cooper Rush was like senior offensive whatever whatever. I didn't realize he was still playing because I thought Cooper Rush was one of those guys who was like. We really like him. He's great in the building. He just can't play football. <laughs> yeah, literally. Fuck. After getting some like preseason action and watching him, like, oh my gosh, like scratch my eyes out, please. Like a like a Josh. I mean, Josh Dobbs had like that really great run the other night for the Browns. But I remember that was the thing about when Josh Dobbs was drafted by the Steelers, where it's like, yeah, great off the field, great locker room guy, takes a lot. Terrible of football player. Can't can't play start. He's not a starting quarterback. Not a no. chance. Not, no, not, not at all. Um, I guess with the Cowboys, you could talk about the defense. Micah Parsons is, I mean, I, I'm sure he'll be good, but I think he's probably in, you know, he's probably going to be getting a bit of a regression compared to last year. Like, I don't know if he's going to be as good as he was last year. Yeah, it's tough to say, especially since he's probably going to get a lot more looks now that he's not a rookie. Yeah. And now that we know that he is dominant in some sort of one-on-one action. But it's like, how do people not realize this? Like, wasn't he... He was a first-round selection, right? 
Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, how did so many teams pass on this guy? That the fact that Dallas ended up getting him, you know, he he's gonna be a stud, but it's like, how long, you know? And I think the most ridiculous thing is the fact that Madden has just sucked his dick so hard that they've made him like the second best linebacker. Or the second best like outside linebacker, and it's like, come on, man. He like you haven't seen anyone have one great rookie season and then completely fall off. Like remember, remember I when, hate that. Remember when Leighton Vander? I I like big Leighton Vanderesh. Uh, I was a huge LVE guy. Yeah. Oh my god! And then it was just nothing. Yeah, it just had been the same. Yeah, and then like remember them and Jalen Smith. Oh, hell yeah. Like, that one year that they just were, like, no one's getting through them. And then the next year, Jalen Smith was cut. Well, and then, like, this is also because, like, oh, makes total sense. Because they're going from Sean Lee to now Leighton Vander Esch. It's, like, perfect. You have, like, the great transition here for Cowboys linebackers. Oh. And it's, like, actually, Leighton, Vesh- Leighton Vander Esch, not quite the same dude. But he's got a, you know, he's got a neck plate. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's, here's my thing with the Cowboys. I think they do one thing really well, and I think that's drafting players. I think they do a good job of drafting guys. It's too bad they can never get them to stay. Or they sign them to, like, Zeke contract extension where it's like, no, bad idea. Yeah. No, stop that. Yeah, let's pay you an absurd amount of money for someone whose career has been declining ever since their rookie season. What? Yeah. That, the Cowboys are, like, the pinnacle of, like, just, like... Giving out guys, bad contracts. Well, I was going to say, finding guys who, like, have a great rookie year and then, like... Falling just, off. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. Because now, he, like, Zeke Elliott, God bless him. Yo, is, like, I... I cannot wait for Trayvon Diggs to fall off a fucking cliff. Oh, he's gonna have a big regression this year. Oh he's not, my god! He, he's not gonna please. have he's not gonna have interceptions. Please, like everyone, just torch this man. It's like he wouldn't be getting so many picks if no one threw his way. But since people are throwing his way, it means he's not that good. Like I know we've talked about this already, but like, oh my god, interceptions does not make you a good corner. More or less, uh, how's the passer rating when the quarterbacks throw on your side? Oh, you're about a 90? That is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many people with better passer ratings in the NFL, but it's like, oh, he got interceptions. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. They post, you know, you know, it looks great on Instagram when, like, he gets the interception and the entire defense is running up. Even though, like, he caught it, like, at his own 20, but you know, and, you know, touchdown, and then, like, you know, his entire de- his entire defense is running with him to the opposite end zone so they can go take photos together. It's like, Trayvon Diggs, you know, NFL's best corner, question mark, and it's just oh. like, no, he picked off Matt Ryan in the third quarter up 12. Like, <laughs> he's not that good. <laughs> um... Yeah, Zeke, by the way, Zeke Elliott, uh, RB2, probably behind Tony Pollard. <laughs> yeah, probably behind Tony Pollard on what should be the depth start. 
Um, wide receivers not great. They franchise tag Dalton Schultz, who like I don't even like. I think he's okay. Yeah, he's, he's all right. Great. He's serviceable. He's a uh, might be better than old man Witten. Oh yeah. Um. I hear the, the the funny thing with Dalton Schultz, by the way, like from a tight end perspective, I think there's like a small percentage of the community that football community that just wants Dalton Schultz to be good so they can finally have a tight end, another tight end to draft that'll actually be productive in fantasy. That's the Dallas Cowboys fans. <laughs> no, no, I like, you know, because like in fantasy, there's only like three good tight ends every year. Well, it's, it's like, like hey. Who- it's, who are you going to take? Are you going to take Dalton Schultz with high upside? Or are you going to take Cole Komet? I don't know it's like, give me Dalton Schultz just because Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are at least serviceable, whereas the Bears are like a huge question mark. So let's, so let's, okay. And I want, I want to end on Cowboys talk with this. Okay. They fired Jason Garrett. Yeah. And they brought in Mike McCarthy, who is just fatter Jason Garrett. Pretty much. Do we not think that this team could not have gone maybe further in the playoffs if they just hire like a real anyone else? Any like a real <laughs> legitimate like like dude, Sean Payton is licking his chaps, just waiting for this year to end. And then I cannot wait for Mickey Loomis to be like, yeah, two first round picks. And then everyone's going to stop freaking out that the Saints have no first-round picks next year. Oh, like, oh, my God. Go, go fucking whine about it. Mike McCarthy, he might make it to the playoffs, and he still might get fired this year. Deservedly so. That's yeah. it. That, that, like, fucking... How often are you going to have an opportunity to have maybe a top-ten quarterback in Dak Prescott? Those offensive weapons, that defense, which maybe not great, but good enough. And you have Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator. And I like Dan Quinn. I think he's a really smart coordinator. Like I do too. All these pieces are there for you to succeed. And you've wasted the last two years. Yeah. Like that, that's the part that I can't get over with the Cowboys. It's just like this coaching sucks. Yeah. The head coach is brutal. Oh, I and agree. Until they get a real head coach, I, I really can't take them all that seriously. No, I agree. Uh, best case? Make it to the playoffs, but not Super Bowl. Yeah, I... I it, seems, it feels like even a stretch to say they could make like the championship game. Like I, I feel like it's like divisional round. Is like, yeah, divisional, they lose, they lose close in the divisional. They lose close to like the Rams or somebody in the divisional round, and like, yeah, yeah. Um, worst case, they still they get, don't make playoffs. Don't make playoffs, but they still get eight wins, eight or nine wins. Eight or nine, yeah. Like, here's the thing: they're in a really tough spot of like they're too good to tank, but they're not good enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, that is a tough that is a tough position to be in. It's like pick a lane, and Jerry Jones is like, we did. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that lane's not good enough. <coughs> Your team is just not good enough. No. Uh, let's move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. 
I think people really like. I'm kind of drinking some of the Eagles Kool Aid. I am high on the Eagles. I don't know if you listened to the uh, NFC conference uh, from uh, Left Side Heavy, but like I, have I, not, I have not yet. I I see division winners out of uh, the Eagles after like they everything that they needed in this offseason, they went out and got. They just needed like two days ago. They just needed a strong safety. Who did they go out and trade for? A strong safety. You know, like they took the and they got they got Chauncey Gardner Johnson for peanuts, man. Like I, I was so pissed because not only was I working and then I just saw uh CD is gone and I'm like, what the fuck? Like what how? First of all, he was a fourth round pick back in 2019, and I'm like, okay, maybe we got some offensive line depth, uh, because that's a big thing, or maybe some linebacker depth. No, we got a fifth and a sixth, and we gave away like a huge hype guy and a seventh. It's like, okay, I, I still don't think that sways like New Orleans' thing, but you couldn't have got like something better because I don't know if you know this, but C.J. Gardner-Johnson is a menace to society. Oh, he's like, good. You, you want that guy on your team. You don't want to play against him because he's going to make your life hell. Remember, well, oh, I, I don't think it was, it was, was it two years ago against the Bears? It when... was both years against the Bears. Two years and three years ago. He got Mims kicked out twice. Yes. And he's just, yeah, like... He pisses people off. He got Michael Thomas suspended. His own teammate <laughs> suspended for a game. Like, this guy, like, and not the, only wait, is wait, he a shit talker, but he's a great player. Was he the guy who uh, uh, ran into Jameis? When Jameis, or was it, yeah, was it Jameis or Mike Evans? When one of them was, like, trash talking the Saints, um... Fuck, I can't remember what that... No, it was like... It went like this. Marshawn Lattimore was trash Marshawn talking La- to, yeah. to Jameis, and then Evans just fucking hit him. And Evans is... Oh, fuck. I can't wait till we talk about the South, because Evans is such a pussy against Marshawn Lattimore. He literally so, has, like, one touchdown against him in, like, eight games. So let's go back to the Eagles. I know you're yes. passionate about the Saints. Let's go back yes. to the Eagles. You got you got me too hyped up on uh, the Jameis talk right there. Okay, but let, let, let me... <laughs> I will give you an hour to talk about Jameis if you Oof, want next time. Man. No, but let, so listen, let's talk about the Eagles. I know we can talk about the A.J. Brown trade. I know we can talk about Jalen Hurts and how we like Jalen Hurts. You know what? You know what I really love about the Eagles? Their O and D line fucking rules. Yeah, no, they have absolute grinders on the defense and offensive line. Like, I am a simp for Jordan Davis. Oh, Jordan Davis is a fucking madman. How is he, like, younger than us? And he's yeah. that big. <laughs> How is he younger, bigger, and, like, everything about Jordan Davis just doesn't make sense. Yet he's a first-round pick, and he's just going to replace uh, Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Like, he's, just a, he's just a bigger and better Fletcher Cox, almost. Yeah, and it's like Fletcher Cox at a time was the best defensive tackle. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's absolutely scary. So, I, and that's where I think the Eagles' success is really going to come from this year. It's the O&D line. Like if yeah, they, can, they, if they could have if, the best offensive line and best defensive line. And if they, if they can stay healthy, 
And if they can play as well as they did last year, look out. Yeah. Like, like that's going to be a, like, that's a grind. That's yeah. a grind going up against the Eagles. And then it's like, okay, Jalen Hurts, I'll just throw it to A.J. Brown. Or I'll throw it to Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Or I'll give it to Dal, you know, let Dal- Dallas Goddard, you know, get a couple passes. Like, he's got weapons. Yeah, he's got he guys does. He's got I, I just, definitely. like, I, I'm going to jump ahead here. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles somehow, like, go on a Super Bowl run here. Like, if they get hot at the right time, they figure out they figure out the coaching, they figure out, you know, how to play with Hurts, all that. If they figure all that out, look out. It all depends with Hurts. If Hurts can play adequate enough, then they can definitely go on a run. They can definitely uh, make it to the conference, the divisional, and easily the wild card. I I'd put them, like, first in their division. Yep. Because there hasn't been a repeat winner for so long, so I'm following the trend, too. And I'm going with the best of the two teams. And the vibes feel like you you talk about vibes. The vibes feel so much better with the Eagles compared to the Cowboys. Like, I hate their fans because they're so fucking obnoxious. But like their I, team, like I could actually rally behind their team if it was a team in the AFC I didn't want to win the Super Bowl. I was just thinking more along the lines of like, um, like the general NFL media, like the people I listen to. Like everybody seems to have like some eagle stock they yeah. seem to really like philadelphia um like the defense should be good good enough i think the the one the two questions i really have with the eagles what is like who is jalen hurts like is he a top half of the league qb do we know that for sure? Is he kind of like Lamar Jackson? Like, does he have a bit of I running team? I wouldn't put him at that level, yeah. He's not at that level, but does he have sort of that in him of being able to do RPOs, being able to do, you know, some quarterback run stuff while being able to throw it? Like, could he, you know, combine for 4,000 total yards next year? He definitely could, yeah. Like, and if so, that might be your starting guy, and that might be the guy you go with. The second question I have with the Eagles is kind of Nick Sirianni. Sirianni, or Sirianni, I should say. That's Sirianni, yeah. Sirianni. I think he, he gives me, like, Dan Campbell vibes of, like, people really like him. Like, the people in the locker room really love him. I just don't know if he's that great of an X and O's guy. Yeah, that'll be something we have to see come down the line. Yeah, like, I don't know if he's going to be, like, the... I don't know if he's going to out-scheme anybody. I don't know if he's going to out-coach anybody at that Yeah, I think he'll just lean on the fact that his players are good. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, I said best case, I could see this team get hot at the right time. Kind of like when they won the Super Bowl, they kind of got hot and they... They got hot at the right time. Got hot at the right time. Um, Also, like, funny enough, the Eagles do have, I think, a pretty good backup in Gardner Minshew. He's serviceable. Like there, there was so much hype around him just because of like the way he looks. I, I don't think he's actually that good, but he he can come into a game and maybe win you a game. He he he's he's gonna be the twenty twenty two Nick Foles if the Eagles need him to be. Jesus Christ, that would be 
fucking weird. <laughs> They're going to build a statue of him next to the one of Nick Foles outside the link. No. <laughs> um, no, best, so best case, like, you, do you think Super Bowl thing get hot? Potential, more like, potential Super Bowl run, yeah. More likely, I they, like last year they kind of felt like they were a year ahead of schedule. This year they're probably bound for at least divisional round game. Yeah, win, they win a playoff game anyways. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know who was worse, so I'll let you decide. Do you want to talk about the Commanders or the Giants first? Well, the good thing is we don't really need to talk about these teams for super long because both of them won't be doing anything at all this year. Uh. Antonio Gibson. We'll start with the Commanders. The the okay. Commies. New now. Uh, new name. Uh, Antonio Gibson has gone from like people's most beloved running back to kick return specialist. Carson Wentz is their quarterback. Wow. Uh, you paid Terry McLaurin to be in hell for three years. Logan Thomas is good. I like Logan Thomas. Uh, your defense after last year, no one believes in you. Chase Young is still good. Uh, you have no linebacker depth uh, and no secondary depth. It's just like uh, the vab the the vibes are bad. Well, the especially vibes cons- are bad. especially considering like I like twenty twenty they they made like twenty twenty they made the playoffs. They lost to Tampa in the first round, kind of like the Eagles did la- barely, kind of like the Eagles last year. You know. Probably a year ahead of schedule and probably shouldn't have, you know, got that far, but they did. Mm-hmm. 2021. They just weren't even, like, I don't know. They just weren't, they weren't anything. Oh, they that weren't the, good. They weren't. They didn't even have a proper name. They were the Washington football team. They weren't anything. They just were, like, there was just nothing. Yeah. Um... I think we kind of know who and what Taylor Heineke is. No, we don't need we don't we don't need him as a starter anymore. Mm-mm. That being said, we also don't really need Carson Wentz anymore. I think we kind of all know what Carson Wentz is and what you're getting with him. I don't I don't think he needs to be a starter. Um, honestly, I don't mind the pieces on this team. Like I don't mind Terry McLaurin. Don't mind Antonio Gibson. It's J.D. McKissick is still on this team, right? Yep. He thought he was going to go to the Bills, but then he yes. just said, no, I'm going to actually come back, which is so dumb. You couldn't uh, be on a Super Bowl winning team. But, you know, he could, he, maybe he likes D.C. Maybe he didn't want to move. Maybe he didn't want to pack stuff up. Maybe he'd just rather stay in Washington. Who knows? No idea why. Uh, Jahan Dotson is uh, is another receiver on this team, isn't he? Yep. Um I don't. Here's the thing. I don't mind some of the pieces on Washington. I just wish they had a real fucking quarterback, and I yeah. wish they and I wish they didn't have Jack Del Rio as their DC. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, this team could be like maybe on Not the same bad. level as the could could be on the same level as the Cowboys. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah, I. I you know, I actually I don't mind Ron. I would like I like Ron Rivera as a coach more than Mike McCarthy. How about that? Oh, I I like Ron Rivera more too. I think they I think there's yeah, I I want to say there's potential, but you know, uh, there's always potential. Yeah. Um, 
best case for Washington, seven wins. Seven. Yeah. They missed the playoffs. Yep. Um. I don't know. They go, they go and figure out who their real quarterback is. Hopefully. That's that's pretty much it. You hit the nail on the coffin with that one. <laughs> um, worst case, four wins. Four wins. Uh, they have a top five pick. Yeah, and, and Ron Rivera leaves. And wash, rinse, and repeat, and we do this thing all over again with the Washington football team that we've been doing for, yep. like, ever since more or less you and I were born. Yeah, pretty much. Very That's much. the commanders. I don't really like there's not really like I don't I don't know what else there is to say. Their stadium sucks. Commanders is kind of a weak name. I al- I almost wish they would have stayed with football team cuz at least that was different and it was something unique. Commanders something unique. Commanders feels very uh, you know, Force. XFL AFL very 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 generic like the team like the fake name you use in Madden. That's what the commanders feels like. Agreed. New York Giants. Um, another team we don't have to talk about for too long because this is another treacherous team. Well, it's the same sort of thing. Like the problem with the Giants, they have they don't even have as many good pieces on their team. Mm-mm. And they still are trying to figure out who their quarterback is. Yeah, like so the fact what, that Tyrod Taylor could be their starting quarterback still scares me. Um. Do we think Saquon's good? I love Saquon. I hope okay. he has a great year. I, I'm glad you said that because I really want him to do well too. Like I think it's really cool if Saquon, like if Saquon can like be the Saquon that we think he is. Yeah, he's not, out to prove something. Yeah, not and not injured. Yes, that's which, all we need. Which I think Saquon kind of like, kind of like CMC. Like I feel like there's this thing about CMC where like. Oh, CMC isn't as good as, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's all media hype. It's like, dude's just injured a lot. I think Saquon's actually, like, good. Not not, not, See, saying, but, that Sa- not saying Saquon is CMC, but it's the same sort of thing of, like... I think Saquon is better than Christian McCaffrey. I just think... Here's, here's my thing. Christian McCaffrey was just force-fed, okay? There's no one else... There was no one else in Carolina other than Christian McCaffrey. All right? And like you, you look at both of their rookie seasons, and I just feel like Saquon was just more dominant. Like, he ran through people, you know? He didn't go around. He didn't try and juke. He ran through, and it wasn't with 30 touches plus a game. It was with 20, maybe 30. And he was fast. Like, he had hops. He had... Uh, they're they're both great in receiving. They can both catch. I I just think the CMC is utilized in a way that Saquon isn't, but it's only because they were trying to make Saquon more of a uh, a balanced back, and then just two torn ACLs. And you know CMC he gets like what what was his injuries of last few years? They weren't torn ACLs or anything like that. But yeah, significant I don't know. significant injuries. Significant enough, of course, yeah. Um, because I want Saquon to do well. I'd love to see him. Uh, you know, 
go for another yes. thousand yard season. Yes, I agree. Um, for the rest of this Giants roster, um, Oopie. It seems like Kenny Galladay was just the absolute worst, like signing ever. Yeah, it's not like that's what it seems like. It's just an absolute waste of time and money. I just think he doesn't have a quarterback, and he just doesn't care. He's pulling a James Harden, in my opinion. Ooh, that's a hot take. Probably, probably a fair take, but yeah. Like, um, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Jones. We're 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 kind of done with him. Yeah. That was a stu- that was a stupid pick at the time, and it still doesn't make sense now. Doesn't not at all. Kayvon <laughs> um, Thibodeau might be well. Yeah, if his MCL heals. Yeah. After um, Thaddeus Moss almost ruined him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and they, every good corner they get, they just don't resign them and give them to the Eagles. So. Yeah, it's 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 tough out in these streets to be a Giants fan. Remember when they signed Nate Soldier? Oh, we were just talking about this last night or two nights ago. How it was Brady that basically made Nate Soldier because Brady can get the ball off quick, <laughs> and that was it. Um, anybody else do we need to talk about with the Giants? No, I, I think we've already spent too long, too many minutes, too long here. <laughs> Uh, best case for the Giants, I think five wins. Five wins. <laughs> Saquon case, is actually a good running back. Saquon is actually good, and like, you could make an argument that like, oh, Daniel Jones finally shows you enough that he, you know, can be the long-term quarterback. I think the opposite is actually true. I hope Daniel Jones doesn't show a lot so that yeah. you have an excuse to go out and get another quarterback or real I agree. quarterback. I agree. <laughs> Um, worst case is that they don't get first overall this year. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, they're back in top five situation. The worst case is if they're drafting um ahead of the or behind the Seahawks. Like if Seattle's drafting before the Giants, that's the worst case scenario. Agreed. Uh, Hayden, this has been great. Thank you very much for doing this. Any other final hot takes or, or comments or thoughts you wanna you wanna share here before we uh, before we dip? Josh Allen. Uh, MVP and Super Bowl winner, first time ever. Parlay, you're gonna parlay that? I need to parlay that. The odds are probably like plus 100. <laughs> um, it's, it's, yeah, no, it's actually like, you know, it's actually negative money. Like you yeah. actually, <laughs> you have to pay the book if you want to make that one. Uh, my hot take. What did I say? Uh, was it was it Mac or Tua? I said was gonna be a Nickelodeon slime game MVP this year. Tua. Tua? No. Oh, fuck. I'm going to say Tua. I think Tua. It was Tua. It was Tua, yeah. Tua is going to be Nickelodeon slime game MVP this year. I'll take. Love it. All right. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Basically, wherever you get podcasts, you can find ours. Um, Be sure to check out our our website, Uh, speakyourpeace.ca. I do some writing. Um... I don't know. You know the drill. I don't need to tell you. You're all adults. You can figure it out. Um, Thank you very much for listening. Shout out to Hayden. Thank you very much, Hayden, for taking the time to do this. We'll be back again soon. Peace out.